Saturday, good morning. It's beautiful Monday morning. Um, I'm so excited to be back. Uh, it's Ndande, alone today. And welcome to Moving by God's Grace. Hopefully, whatever I'm going to speak about today really ignites your thinking and make you reevaluate everything and learn something because that's the goal at the end of the day. Unfortunately, my partner couldn't be here. I can't tell you guys why. Hopefully, she'll be able to explain herself when she comes. Ashtera, please be ready to explain yourself when you come for the next episode. But nonetheless, we are full on for today. Today's topic is something that I went through and I know a lot of people went through. And they are probably asking certain questions regarding this certain thing. Of course, we are talking about facing difficulties in life, um, facing situations that at a certain point bring us down or bring our confidence or thinking capacity or ability as human beings down. With that being said, we our title for today for those that are writing, I hope you are writing though. I'm just hoping. I'm not imposing anything on you. I'm saying I hope you're writing because you need to learn something. With that being said, our topic for today is getting up after being knocked over. Um, I think we're going to talk quite about a lot of a number of things. Uh, we're going to talk about what does it really mean to be knocked over and what most of us feel in that moment. I'm saying most of us because I've also been knocked over once or twice or probably even thrice. Um, and I feel like... Uh, I'm not an intellect when it comes to this, but of course I've learned something and I've gotten up after being knocked over and this is what I want to share with you guys, what really helped me, what helped me not to camp in the, in, the, in the act of being knocked over, what made me not stand down when I was knocked over, what made me get up, what helped me get up again and still see life as a great thing regardless of what happened. So... I think I should start by talking about what it means to be knocked over. It doesn't have a precise definition. Sorry, guys. It doesn't have a precise definition at all. It doesn't have a definition from a dictionary. Because I want this to be as relatable as possible. I want you to be like, oh, so this is what she means when she's saying she's been knocked over. Or so I was actually knocked over and probably you want to share something with somebody. And if you can do that, you can reach out to me on my social media platform. Um, and just if you want to talk about something that has to do with this, you are so, so much welcome. I'll be so glad to see that. Thank you for those of you that reached out to us. It was such a great, great thing. I'm so, so thankful for you guys. If you reached out to us and just told us, like... Uh, no, you see, I've been, I learned this and this from your podcast that really, really excite me and excite me and my partner, Estera, in her absence. <laughs> Estera, I'm not going to leave you alone because you know what you did and you're coming to explain to them. I'm not explaining anything. So, number one, I want to talk about getting knocked over. Um, it comes in different ways. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be you falling from upstairs and somebody pushing you and knocking you over it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody but most 
of the time it happens through a certain person doing something and that just makes you change your whole good perspective about life and feel like there's really no reason to live anymore aka feeling down or not feeling like existing anymore um it may be uh, it may be because of a situation that happened it may be because a friend or somebody you trusted did something so it may take forms of disappointment uh it may take forms of anger bitterness um it may take forms of uh unanswered prayers to god um that's why i said bitter and angerness because what happens is somebody does something to you and then you feel very very down to such an extent that your perspective about how good life was really changes and i'm not in denial i would really really just say i went through it i experienced the act of not really just feeling like waking up again or feeling like trusting human beings again or feeling like praying to god again because of something that happened especially when it comes to unanswered prayers i feel like especially with us as christians sometimes it's really hard or it's offense uh, i think I'm a, it's a story that i always tell people um when i joined church uh i would say i was very naive and i thought it's the most amazing place with the most amazing people it's still the most amazing place but i realized it's a hospital but i didn't know that at first because remember when you get saved you're so hungry and you're so eager to get when you experience the love of god for your first time it's like the most amazing thing and you want to experience this over and over again and what happened is um I didn't know people beside them. Hi, how are you and everything in church. And I thought, "Oh wow, they're so amazing. They're so uh, they're very very good people." And so I trusted them certain things that are personal things that I must actually have been. And I thought these people are so amazing. But if I as I saw them outside church, it was something else, something so different. And I trusted them with certain information that la- later came out again to me and that really disappointed me. I was so so disappointed that I think I left church for a month or so I didn't just I didn't just feel like going to church. I didn't just feel like talking to any church person at all. And they would ask me what's going on. I'm like, "No, I'm fine. I'm just dealing with certain issues." But in actual fact, I was the disappointment really knocked me over in my Christianity or my journey with Christ. And I was like, if church people are like this, I don't want to be in church where people are like this. If these are their manners, if this is how they act outside church and put on another cover in church, I honestly don't want to step in church ever again. Until hey, I realized this is a hospital. People are here for treatment. Some are taking their medication, of course, as directed by the doctor who is God, and they are being treated. However, some of them pretend to take their medicine, but however, they, however, they flush down the toilet, and that is why they are not getting treated in the first place. And probably somebody who I've spoken to, or that person that has disappointed me to such an extent that the disappointment knocked me over, and my whole perspective of how church is changed. Probably those are one of the people that are flushing their medication down the toilet and actually not taking it at all. So, 
you're not over it might be losing somebody and you just feel like uh, I don't want to do this no more it might be you prayed to God about something and then God just you feel like he didn't answer the prayer because remember our clock and God's clock don't tick at the same time however our approach when it comes to our clock not ticking the same time sometimes we don't even realize that God can never align with our plans we need to align with God's plans and I'm sorry I have a very very funny flow if you hear funny sounds it's me trying to unblock my nose uh, your girl has flu, but it's not coronavirus. Please don't come at me and tell me, no, go to the hospital. It's corona. No, I'm fine. I just got a flu uh, because of the weather. I react to the weather so, so much. Um, well, where was I? Okay, so what exactly is being knocked over? I think I've talked about many things. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that you see, Right? You, at times you don't see it coming it will catch you off guard, it will surprise you and it's like just picture somebody who you are walking into a room right, and it's an open room then there's somebody behind the door and then they scare you you know how sometimes you take one or two steps back and try to find your balance within the air and sometimes you even fall down that is how situations in life knock us over or knock us down and i feel like at times uh it's really tough i'm not going to say it's a walk in the park to get back up again because probably when you were up it took you a lot of time to get up and what once you know sorry guys i don't know what is going on once you get knocked over or knocked down it's like your whole at times you feel like excuse me (laughs) oh bless me (sighs) sorry for that but hey i told you your girl has allergies that keep she keeps on reacting to the weather that's the cause of every sneezing that you're going probably to hear or notice here and there in the in the podcast so it comes in different ways hey it doesn't like come with a label that i'm coming to knock you over and that is why most of the time we are caught off guard and without realizing it you're actually on the floor already and you know uh I'm not saying it's easy to get up but remember you being knocked over at times is usually the work of the devil because let me tell you something the devil wants you to think that life isn't a good thing to live especially especially when you follow Christ right because I have seen people including myself who backslides? I think we also need to talk about this. Who backslides? And it's because they probably one situation that was plotted by the devil has caught them off guard, and they fell for the for it. Probably it looked good, but it wasn't from God. Or it looked good, it was from God, but the devil brought it before it was time for it to be brought into your presence or into your attention, and you fall for it. Unfortunately, you will be knocked over. And when you realize you are knocked over, some of us are so ashamed of getting up again, or some of us are even 
not having the energy to try some of us don't want to try some of us are disappointed and are angry at God like no how can you let this happen if he was there how did he let this happen my thing is before you actually because sometimes we entertain these things and the more we entertain them the more we are sliding into the back the more the devil is um, how do I say is how do I say you know when you know it's bad <laughs> you know there are times you know it's bad but you still go for it for whatever reason I don't know but I've been there you know it's not something that will please God but in the moment you just want to do it it's just a bit I feel like also when we fall into a habit of doing something that doesn't please God but yet you just want to do it like it's so exciting to do like it's in the moment it's something so, it's, I don't know but I know what you got I know that you guys get what I'm trying to say I know that you understand what I'm trying to say and sometimes really uh getting knocked over one thing I can say about it is that it's not an easy thing at all at all at all it comes in many different ways so I cannot give you a one two three four step of uh, uh, of what of identifying the devil trying to knock you over because those might be my steps right but when your situation comes it won't come in the same form at the same time in the same image as mine came so that's why i'm saying i'm 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 saying i'm not going to try and formulate steps as how to identify that this situation as the devil trying to knock me over it's the devil using my friend through my friend disappointing me or human beings disappointing me to knock me over and i think when i understood that thank god i did because remember when i got knocked over because of this disappointment this disappointment knocked me over and my whole perspective of church changed i even thought oh wow worldly people are better excuse me guys that's not how i think worldly people are really not better at comforting you and getting you up again I know God may use people to get you up again. And one of these people might be worldly people. But what I was referring to in this way is like, I was like, they're even better. Because once they disappoint you, they'll always be like, I'll make it up to you and buy you alcohol and all these. And you are good again. You're good as friends again. But church people, they disappoint you and unapologetically still come to you. The, I was like the audacity of these people the audacity of disappointing me so much after trusting you of creating this ugly image of how church people are in my mind and coming back to me with a bright smile and a pretending smile and still want to talk to me regarding my personal life like trying to invade my personal space I was like the audacity though the audacity of Christians right <laughs> and it was so so funny because I was like first place i don't even understand why i started trusting christians but i don't blame myself i was just like a newborn baby i wasn't where i am today i'm actually more cautious now i guard my heart more i trust people less not that i don't put my trust in people i always tell people i have trust issues uh and not that they are 100 trust issues they are probably 20 percent which means it's not that i don't trust people it's i don't trust everyone with every information because 
I don't want to be disappointed by human beings. Because I feel like disappointment by human beings, it's something that you experience emotionally, sometimes socially, sometimes spiritually, because it affects almost every part. It ticks every bo- box of who you are as a person. And like, not ticks, actually crosses every box of who you are as a person and your perspective about that certain person or about life changes and you stay in the dark or you stay at that low place. So... It's also actually being in a low place because of something that has happened or something that somebody did to you or something that you feel like God did to you. And I'm talking about God because most of the times, especially we as Christians, especially we as Christians, we get tempted by the devil so much. We get knocked over and we think it's God. It's not God. It's the devil. He's busy doing his work. And then from there, we don't want to trust God because we feel like, why would he let me go through this? And I know I questioned God. To be honest, at times, I find myself questioning God and I'm like, I'm not supposed to do that. But we know our human nature doesn't make us perfect. I'm not perfect at all. I'm not. That's why I even said I'm not an intellect. I'm going to talk to you guys based on on what I have gone through and what I have seen people go through and what I have learned from it. Um, so I've learned a few things, right? Uh, it's like when you go through things, whatever it is that you go through, never forget. And I'm saying never forget that God is with you. That he's with you. Sorry, that will be my tablet that is making quite a lot of noise so sorry guys i didn't mean for it to make that much noise Cash and prices? Yeah. but it did hey and it's still doing a lot of noise sorry just needed to get that out of the way so where was i um getting knocked over by life i don't know i think it's because i'm alone in here today so everything seems to be like so so different like if I was here with my partner, I'll probably be talking too much. But the talking too much will come. I wonder the next question in your head is like, you've been talking too much about being knocked over. What is so special about it? It's not special. I won't say being knocked over is special, but it's unique. And I feel like it's unique when your perspective of you being knocked over and you being over and on top doesn't change. Whatever you face. And I think, it, I think it's unique because... It teaches you something. And sometimes until you learn, these situations keep on repeating themselves. They keep on being repeated over and over again. And you are like, why would God do this? Why would he let me go through this? And why would he let me suffer like this? God is not letting you suffer. There's a reason why you're supposed to go through that. Because it's part of the pruning and the process of you stepping into what god has for you and my thing is at times we just want everything smooth unfortunately life can never be like that life can never be as smooth as you want it to be boss because (laughs) i'm sorry i even said boss i think life can never be as smooth as you want it to be and i think i just want to look at some of the bible verses that talk about falling and getting up again and all that and I want to say something because the topic is getting up up after being knocked over I 
just want to put something out there. There is no way. No way you will get up without looking up first when you fall down. There is really no way. And I, I hope you understand what I mean. There is, there is no way you will get up before you look up. Because you know what is up? It's God. And before you look up and before you, you call out unto him, you might, you might stay down. Or you might think you are getting up, but you are getting more and more down. Probably you were sitting. You might end up lying down whilst you think that you are standing up. If you don't look up to God. I always tell people, when you get down, the first person's face that you must seek in this difficult time, even though it may be hard, even if that means you cannot praise and worship God because you have been crying your eyeballs out, please still look up. That is my prayer. Please still look up to God. He is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. He doesn't change. And please look up because he needs to give you the original perspective of that situation because you need a new perspective because I know the devil might plant a certain perspective because of that situation because you are now knocked down or because you are lying down because you have fallen down the devil is going to give you a perspective that makes life seem like it's a difficult thing to do that it's not just worth going forward anymore that's what I'm saying. You need to look up to God. You need to pray to God so that he shows you the perspective that he sees in that situation. Because once you have God's perspective, it's easier to get up. Because remember, God sees things from his own perspective. And what I want you to get is that you must be able to see the you must be able to see things the way God sees them for you to be able to get up because his perspective is always good about life remember god has good plans for your for your life plans to sprout to, to prosper you and he will never have a bad plan for your life and i know the devil might plant all these pictures plus you know when you are lying down your perspective is not the same because at times you don't see you cannot see a lot of things your sight is limited. You can, especially when you are lying down. Have you ever lied down and, let me say, there is a mountain. You have fallen like down here, and there is a mountain. You won't be able to see the other side unless otherwise you stand up. When you stand up, it's like everything becomes clear. You can now see on the other side and see what's on the other side. And mostly, what is on the other side? Not mostly. Every time, what is on the other side is your breakthrough. It's the goodness of God. It's his grace being sufficient to you. It's his provision, God providing for you. That is what on the other side. That is what I'm saying. You look up, you get up, then you look at what is at your eye level. Because let me tell you something. When you are knocked over, when you are knocked down, when you fall down, everything that you see is at the level where your head is. And where the level where your head is is not the level where your head is is meant to be. It's not the level where your sight is meant to be. Because remember, you have been knocked over. You are down. Sometimes your face is even face down. And all you see when your face is face down, most of the time, it's just yourself. And that is when you start start throwing a pity party for yourself. That is when everything is about me. Why God hates me? Why do I have to go this? Why do I? Why do I? Everything is why do I? Because I is what you see when your face is face down. But once you look up, 
the light of Jesus is up. He's brightened. It's like I don't know. You I'm so excited, guys. Right now I'm so so excited. Probably if somebody else was looking at me, they'll be like, "Why is his face lightening up?" Because I want to tell you something and I hope you get it. That once you get knocked over, once you fall down, please do look up. Please do look up to get up and see everything that is supposed to be at your eye level once you fall down your eye level also falls down because your head also falls down you cannot fall down and your head is still held up high you can't do that it's just impossible let's be honest i don't want you to like be so religious and be like no you know uh when i fall down i still hold my head up high you fall down uh, that's the truth but you get up you look up and you get up that is so true so acknowledge the fact that you have fallen down acknowledge the fact that you have been knocked over acknowledge because once you don't acknowledge that you are in denial but in as much as you acknowledge that don't give credit to the devil don't give time for the devil to come in while you have fallen over but have faith have faith that god is going to help you look up get up and step over whatever is it that you have fallen into and step out of whatever you have fallen into and step out of that situation step out of that perspective step out of that i don't know whatever it is just step out because you are not meant to be there and i think it's time to get the word of god in here because i probably think no what is she talking about she doesn't understand what that maybe it was easy for you that's what i'm saying it was not it was not easy for me and i'm not saying it's going to be easy for you but i want you to be ready when situations come up i want you to know that when things come up when you get knocked over probably it's because you're failed i was in a dark space i was i was in a dark place i was in a low place when i felt for the first time in my life it wasn't easy but until i looked up to god i looked up to him He changed my whole perspective while I was lying down and that perspective helped me get up. He gave me strength to get up. I didn't say that didn't involve a lot of crying. I could there were times when I had fallen down. I felt like God has deserted me because I was praying before I even fell down and I saw myself falling down each and every day and I was still praying but eventually I fell down. It was like I was fighting with gravity and most of us do. When you go through something you think no can God please just make it better can, can God please just present a miracle right now and that is why I'm saying the falling down is necessary for your getting up and getting over and crossing over to the promised land it's really really necessary it's necessary because you need to see how the devil not how the sorry guys let me rephrase that You need to get through certain things and step over certain things for you to step into what God has for your life or to step to step into your purpose that God has for your life. You need to like get over certain things, step over certain things. Um but you step over. You don't camp in the disappointment. You don't camp in the failure because that, that's a physical failure because God said before you were even formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he chose you right there and then. Let me just tell you. You are not a mistake. You are not brought on this earth to suffer. Proverbs 24:16 tells us, "For the righteous fall seven times and rises again, 
but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. It doesn't say for the righteous fall seven times and stays there for a hundred years. It doesn't say that. It says fall seven times and rises again. And you know, if the definition of rising is something that um, I don't know. Have you ever seen the sun rising in the morning? The sunrise. Have you ever watched it? I hope you have. You know that it comes up like bit by bit. It doesn't come up as like the whole sun is out. It comes up. You probably just see a certain section. You know when they, it's orange and what and all beautiful. And it's nice to take pictures. And then it keeps on coming out eventually to come up. And that is how you're supposed to get up. It's not... A process where you just get up. No, it's a step by step. You take baby step. You take baby step. Maybe the first day, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe the first day you couldn't even get out of bed. The second day, read some word while you are still in your bed, right? And then maybe that will motivate you to get up a bit. And then bit by bit, you get over this certain thing. You climb over. You climb over until you actually rise up and get to the top and be like, oh, I couldn't believe I was there. I just got from there. And my wish is that during a time of being knocked over, that you don't cut people out, that you especially not, people are not even number one, that you don't cut God out. Please don't. Please don't. Because if you cut God out, Trust me, it's going to be more hard for you now. Because you have cut the only source of knowledge and wisdom and strength out. And I don't know how you're going to get up with strength if the source of strength is what you have cu- you are cutting out. I don't know how you think you might get up again if you don't want to look up to the only person that knows that is orchestrating and busy molding everything for your own goodness and for your own life and he's orchestrating your purpose and making sure that everything when you get up you step into your purpose i don't know how you're gonna do it my prayer is that please don't lose hope on god god is not one to lose hope at at all and then i think i'll go to psalms i'll go to psalms um 37 verse 24 it says store he fall he shall not be cast headlong for the lord upholds his hand i want to tell you that when you are in that pit when you are in that hard time god is there with you his presence is there what you need to do is look up to him and listen to him when he talks if he if he extends his hand to you which he is going to do please take his hand please because i don't think an extension of your hand to touch god's hand so that he helps you get up is really something hard to do at all i know i don't know you might be going through the most difficult things and you just feel like uh i don't think i'll be able to do this i don't i don't think i want to look at this i don't think i want to trust god now because of what he did and everything but i feel like it's worth it because he's the only person who will get you out of them and then also have faith place your faith actively in god mostly that is what will get you or get you up after being knocked over put your faith in god honestly speaking put your faith in god because 
and actively whether it's just as little as your fingertip please place that faith in god not in human beings in god first in god i know human beings might be sent by god to help you get through whatever is it that you are going through but please place your faith in god and also obey god's timing please always acknowledge the fact that and know that your timing and god's timing are never the same at all and they are never going to be the same god will never operate on your timing darling god will never operate on your commands darling god will never operate at the time that you want him to operate nevertheless need him to operate because his timing our clocks my clock and god's clock doesn't click at the same time and my thing is all in all please stay away from isolation please don't isolate your people <laughs> don't isolate yourself from people don't because most of the time god uses his people to get us through things that we are going through he really does when i went through my tough time i spoke to somebody i never thought i would speak to and she really really was talking from a spiritual point because she made me understand everything she made me understand that listen here you came to church i know you are new at church but this is how church is this is the reality of church i'm sorry if people sold you dreams about how church is and how about christian life is going to be because that was not the only thing i got knocked over at certain points the year that i thought i was getting more and more closer to god was the year that i failed for the first time in my life first time academically first time i've never failed at all and then the first time that i want to become a christian not that i didn't want to become a christian the first time that i get saved i'm praying to god i'm fasting i'm praying in tongues i fail i prayed before my test and everything i failed now i was like how could he i was like so this is how if he, he he what this is how he treats people that praise and worship him every day what kind of god is he what is he doing what what and i was like girl you need to trust god you need to start seeing god from god's perspective and that is if you acknowledge that he is the living god that he never has plans have his bad plans for you he always has good plans for your life because i was like if god didn't want me to go forward in life he would never have saved me in the first place he would never have called unto me and salvation and redemption would never have taken place for me in my life if he didn't want to see me successful if that is what i think and i know most of the time we think these things because we are so disappointed and one more thing not one more another more thing worship god worship god Your worship doesn't have to be dignified. Your, your your presence before God, you coming before God doesn't have to be dignified. Your dirty and ugly worship to God means more because that is when you come undignified, that is when you come undressed of everything that you're trying to cover yourself up with and acknowledge the fact that he is Abba, he is God and that is when you lay everything unto him. Because it's like when you're dignified, you have your makeup on, your brows are done, you are wearing your nice three-piece suit and everything else, and you are trying to cover up what is on the inside. You fake tanned 
I'm sorry, I'm not against people that tend. I'm just saying you fake tend because some people do. You fake tend and it's like you have a whole different person on the outside compared to what to who is on the inside. And really sometimes it's the reason why we can't get up because you want to pretend. You don't pretend when it's dirty, when it's ugly, when it's not looking as good as you want it to be, when it's not the way you want people to see it. Do not pretend. Be very raw with God. If there's one person, I always say, if there's one person, God is not a person, please. If there's someone you don't want to be pretending to be, it's a fake person. God created you an original. He knew who you are. He knew what you are going to go through. You're going to go through trials and tribulations. You're going to be knocked over by, by, by life and whatever the devil may be plotting against you and everything. But that doesn't bring you down. That doesn't mean that you cannot get over. You cannot get up again. So that's what I'm saying, number one. Please look up. Extend your arm to God when he hold, when he what? When God put out his arm for you to hold on it, hold on to God's arm and get up. It's a process. You know when you are holding on to somebody's arm and you get up. You don't just, oh, I'm up. No, it's like, okay, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Oh, I'm up. Then you actually look at your eye level, your your eye level that God has to has for you. And you see, oh, that was just another you know, trial and tribulation that I had to get through and God was with me, so I'm now up. Let's continue with life. Let's. Oh, so this is the, the perspective about life. So this is how it is. Because you couldn't see that while you were knocked over. And I said, please stay out of isolation. Please stay out of isolation. As you are knocked down, stay out of isolation. Look up. That is worship to God. Pray to God. It doesn't have to be dignified at all. Get up. When God extends his arm to you because his hand, he will always do that because that's needed for you to get up. You don't have the balance all by yourself to get up. You don't have the strength all by yourself to get up. And him extending his arm is him giving you knowledge on how to get up, him giving you wisdom on how to get up, him giving you strength on that you should get up with. So hold on to his arm to get up. Then get up, stand up, look at your eye level. Because then you see things through God's perspective because your eye level is where God wants you to see certain things once you get up. Then cross over. Get over. Step into your promise. Into the promises that God has for you. Step into that bigger picture that you just saw. That is not as small as compared to the small picture that you saw when you were knocked over. And with that being said, I feel like I've spoken about a lot of things. Hopefully I wasn't all over the place though. I just hope so. And with that being said, it's almost time for my class. Hopefully guys, you are going to get something. And I hope this is going to help somebody get out of their dark place. Fight the depression. Involve God in fighting your depression, in fighting your anxiety, in fighting whatever it is that has knocked you down and whatever it is that you are going through. My prayer is that God, you will notice and you will acknowledge that God is there. His presence is there. His hand is there. The blood of his son is covering you. All you have to do is look up to him. Please look up to him. When he extends his arm and his hands to you, 
please hold on to that. That is where your strength come from. That is where your affirmation come from. That is where your direction come from. That is where everything comes off from. And as you get up, don't be too hard on yourself. If it takes time, it takes time. But the goal is eventually not for you to camp and get comfortable in being down. Get comfortable in being knocked down or knocked over. Please don't settle for less. Because the less is in you. Sorry guys. The less is in that place where you have been knocked over in. That's the less. Please don't settle for less. Don't get comfortable in the pit where you are. Don't get comfortable in that situation that has knocked you over. Don't get comfortable at all. Because that is not where you are meant to be. God is going to help you get up. And my prayer is that please acknowledge that you serve the most high God. And if you don't, talk to me. Ask me through my messages. Send me a text message. They give you an option to do that through my podcast. Comment and ask me. So this God that you're talking about, how do I even get to a point where I trust him? How do I know this is God? If you have any questions regarding the God that I've been talking about, because probably you want to get up, but I'm saying look up to God and you're like, who is God? If you have any questions regarding this or anything to say about this podcast, please leave me a message. Please leave me a voice message or a text message. I will gladly, gladly get back to you. With that being said, thank you guys for tuning back again. Tuning back in again today. And I'll see you very, very soon. I'm so excited that you've been here until the end. And I hope you learned something because that is the goal. With that being said, see you next Monday. I'm leaving for class. And have a blessed, blessed week. And let's let's show the devil that he cannot just play with us. That even though he must send his situations, his funny, funny scenes to knock us over, we are still going to look up and get up and step into the promised land and step into the promises that God has for our life and step into the purpose that God has for our life. With that being said, thank you guys and see you very, very soon. Love you guys.